The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Because I'm happy. What? I'm happy. We, we could just play that music for the hour. No, probably be it's so uplifting. <laughs> As is having Dr. Gans Ferentz in studio for another edition of How Does That Make You Feel? I said it off air, but I'll say it again. Uh, Gans, so appreciated that you accommodated us. We had the pipeline on yeah. Wednesday. We asked if you could move to Friday. You said yes. So thank you for doing that. Really it's all good. Anything it. for you guys. Ooh. Appreciate that. <laughs> okay, Father's Day. Yeah, Father's, yeah. Father's Day, Day month, June seventeenth. <laughs> well, you don't, much, don't know much about being a dad. Yeah. I, yeah. It's on the job training, guys. Take a run. Well, wanna, it is. You want to talk about this, and you see, you have four things that everybody should know about being a good parent. Yeah, yeah. Or every dad Or dad, but know. you know what? Like, this stuff is going to apply to women, too. It's going to apply to moms. Uh-huh. It's going to apply to two mom families, two dad families, everybody. Yeah, so it yeah. doesn't matter kind of what, right. uh, what situation that you're in. Um, you know, sometimes it... Well, a lot of times, being a parent, being a dad can mm-hmm. be hard, conflict, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start at the beginning. So <laughs> where, where do you where do you start with this? You talk about me factors all the time. Yes, yes. Well, you know, look at... Um, it's kind of a theme, as you guys probably know after talking to me for a while, is that we have to start with ourselves. If we're not in good shape, we're not going to do well as parents or anything. Um, I've probably used the example before of, you know, you pull out your keys, you're going into your door, you open your door, you've done that millions of times, but if you really got to go to the bathroom or a dog's chasing <laughs> you, right, you drop your keys, it's not very good. It's not, you know, it's not a good situation. You haven't lost the ability to open doors. You you know how to open doors. The skill is not gone, but the skill is covered up by your change in state. Your state is not good enough to help the, the skills come through. Mm-hmm. So we may be at the core good parents or kind people or patient or whatever it is but if you're hungry angry lonely tired frustrated burnt out you're not going to do well right so it that that becomes our first and foremost thing that we really have to pay attention to is our own state of being our state of mind our physical health all those things we need to take care of so that we can be the kind of dads moms and parents that we want to be for our kids but that's one of the things that traditionally gets put on the back burner as a parent exactly and this is why this is my soapbox that I stand on <laughs> all the time because it's it's counterintuitive we have been taught in our culture that in order to be a good parent we have to sacrifice mm-hmm. and give till your eyes are bleeding and, you know, not go without sleep and, you know what I mean, do all this other stuff for our kids or our partners or our jobs. Mm-hmm. And it's backwards. It does not work. I mean, it might work for a little while, but it's not going to work for the long term. And then what happens is in the long term, we end up resenting the very things we sacrifice for, in this case, the kids, or we've invested so much of ourselves and our identities in the kids that we can't risk losing them or letting them, you know, releasing them to the wild when it's time or whatever. And that's a whole nother problem. 
It's interesting because uh, since we're starting at the beginning, great place to start. Um, one of the issues that I've seen and mm. I've dealt with personally, mm -hmm. and I'm sure lots of other people have, is the fact that up until the moment your first child is born, mm -hmm. your concern as a dad or as a husband is for your wife. Mm -hmm. You see her as she's a pregnant woman who you need to make sure the pregnancy is healthy, mm -hmm. safe, everything goes well, get her to the hospital on time. And then there comes that moment for first-time dads where the baby's born, and I don't know why, but you mm -hmm. suddenly realize, and it's overwhelming, <laughs> oh, now I have two people I'm... Mm -hmm. I'm responsible for. Mm -hmm. You knew it was coming the whole time. <laughs> you know, you saw that train coming for days, for right. months. But when it arrives, and, and it could be the smallest of things, like the doctor saying, well, we want to do this. Can we get your consent? Or, mm -hmm. and you just think, I'm making decisions for another human right yeah. now. Yeah, and it's another, overwhelming. And another human that has no say, like your wife, at right. least, you know, she understands what's going on. She's another adult. This one is totally dependent, and it's terrifying for a lot of people. It is terrifying. And it's overwhelming. Yeah. And I'll tell you, you know, so the, there was a, a study that came out a little while ago that said, I think if you're, uh, was it under 20? Uh, but if, you, if, you, if you're a teenage dad, your life expectancy is much, much lower just by being a teenage really? dad. Yeah, because because the, I guess the the cumulative stress of going through that whole experience and having to be responsible, especially at such a young age where you don't have like you know typically don't have like a lot of money or like experience or different things like that, right? But you have this responsibility, and like you said, Andrew, this this almost terrifying awareness that okay, there's this little helpless thing that now is I'm responsible for. The cumulative effect of that is is pretty devastating. Mm -hmm. And you know, then, then guys tend to die younger if they've had kids in their teens. I guess I'm not surprised to hear yeah. that, honestly. Yeah, no, that doesn't it's not necessarily surprising. You maybe don't think about it unless you're in that situation. Right. You have someone that's in that situation. You don't I think most people sort of plan out their first child for sure. Maybe their subsequent ones as well, but they kind of plan it out in in uh, milestones. You know, uh, we'll get him into the right school. We'll make sure he gets a good education. <laughs> mm -hmm. He'll have a, a good life. We'll, we'll decorate the room. There's mm -hmm. all these things that you, you sort of see for your child and all these things that you're going to do and all mm -hmm. the preparation that you believe you've done. But there is, as I say, that moment when the oh, child's yeah. in your hand for the first time and you realize completely helpless and I'm completely responsible for this child. Well, you know, there was, uh, I think it was ADAC a few years ago. They had a great commercial about boating. And they had two kids in a boat, right, with life jackets on. And I think there was like, you know, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star or something, mm -hmm. some kid song playing in the background. And these kids are just kind of looking around. And it said, you know, if you're not wearing your life jackets, yeah. your kids are still at risk. And there was no one else in the boat. Yeah. Right. And they're out in the middle of the place. Right. And so that's that's like, I mean, I get chills even just yeah. thinking about it. Right. But that's what we're talking about. So how do you focus on us then? How, does, how so, do you focus on me? Yeah. So, yeah. And along the same lines, Andrew, so how do you know? So two parts here. First mm. off, how do you know when you've, you're sacrificing too much and paying too much attention because mm. you just go, go, go. And then how do you turn around, as Andrew was saying, 
and start taking it back. Right. Well, okay. So first of all, I, I think just having the understanding that this is a thing is important because I don't think we talk enough about self-care as a for parents when we talk about parenting, right? You read the books. I mean, sometimes they may mention something about getting enough sleep or whatever, particularly for women, but they really don't talk about what it takes for guys, right? Mm-hmm. And But everybody, every the guy, the girl, everybody is involved in this. We need to be at our best. So understanding that that is a thing that you need to be mindful of is going to help you to be a little more aware of that, okay? I think, uh, for me, what what it shows up as is things start to slip. I start to forget appointments or I, you know, I start to be, become a little more irritable or, you know, I can't, I'm kind of foggy or different things like that. All those things are really some, I'd say early to mid, mid signs of burnout or stress or overwhelm or, you know, being tired. So, you know, if you really just look at the general guidelines, okay, we should get a probably, you know, between seven and a half and eight hours, eight and a half hours of sleep a night. On, on a regular basis. We should probably eat at least three times a day, probably more like five, you know, eating every three hours. We should probably get some exercise at least three times a week. We should probably get out and see some friends once in a while, you know, once every week or two, uh-huh. you know what I mean? We definitely have to look after our relationship if we're in a relationship. Um, we should maintain our spiritual well-being, make sure our money's taken care of. We should have a sense of purpose, all these different things, right? So if you look at sort of the basic guidelines and then look from there, it's like, well, how am I doing on these things? Right. Well, you have to take. You have to find time to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. Yeah. You have to. You have to make the time to do that because if you don't, things will start to slide. And trust me, it costs you more time in the end if you don't do it than if you mm-hmm. invest some time at the beginning. Right. I'm. I'm curious uh, your thoughts on this uh, because this would apply whether we're talking about marriage mm-hmm. in my mind or we're talking about parenting. Yeah. You have to figure out what each of you, in a, assuming you have a two-parent home. Mm-hmm what each of you is good at, yep. right? And and then you don't necessarily, I, I mean, this has just been my experience, that you don't say, okay, so I'm taking these feedings, you're taking that feeding, I'm doing the this, <laughs> right, you're doing right, the right. that. It's, it feels like that's going to take the stress off because it's organized, right? Yeah. But it's maybe not the way it lays out in reality, though. You have to sort of figure out what each of you is able to do. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, and when I work with my clients in my office, right, or, or in or workshops or wherever, right, I'll tell them, like, look, uh, one of these, one of the things that is sort of popular with some people is, you know, we're all going to be in this together, or 50-50 parenting, okay? So if I'm getting up with the kid, you're getting up with the kid, right? And we're both getting up together because we're going to share the experience, right? That's not a good idea because you will run out of steam very, very quickly, okay? Far better you take turns... Uh, or one of you take one night, one of you take another night. That's actually better for you, right? And then the other person sleeps in the day. Or if one of you is going to work in the day, that person probably shouldn't be getting up at night. Just just mm-hmm. telling you, saying, saying it like it is, right? Because the other person who is at home will at least have the option of sleeping. You know, hopefully they'll try to get some sleep. So, yeah, you have to feel feel your way through this. You definitely need to have... Um, an open, honest, deliberate, and I would say explicit conversation about who's going to do what and why and negotiate it. Don't just assume, because if you assume, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. Negotiate it, come to some agreement, and then see how that works and, you know, be, be willing to adjust it as you go forward. Yeah, I was going to say, review from Absolutely. Time to time, you know, right? probably weekly yeah. when, the, when the kid's really young, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, look, 
nothing gets done if the thing that does the if the, the production facility is broken <laughs> okay yeah. so and we are the production facility and so if we're not in good working order the kids aren't going to get taken care of you know they're going to be eating like Ritz and you know, <laughs> cheese whiz. Wait, is that right? bad? What? That sounds good. In a right casserole. Now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dr. Gansferens joining us for our monthly segment of How Does That Make You Feel? We'll take a quick break here. Uh, lots more to talk about on the other side of this. It's uh, 321, uh, Dr. Gans Ferentz joining us. Someone just texted, Mark just texted and says, wow, isn't this fluffly? I think, pe- fluffy. I think people just need to have to grow the bleep up. Mm. That's very sensitive of you, Mark. <laughs> and I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he, it's, you know, because I think some people see a lot of what we're talking about is, you know, this touchy-feely, ooh, we got to reconnect with ourselves sort of stuff, but uh, it yeah, is no, 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 no. Okay, look at it. Of listen, course it is. Uh, sure, we can see it that way. I'm talking about, like, nuts and bolts, mm-hmm. get enough sleep, feed yourself, hydrate yourself so you're functional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This is not about, oh, I mean, sure, like it's probably you good could to walk journal. downtown or drive downtown. Which would you yeah, prefer? Sure, exactly. Right? <laughs> you might as well do it the most comfortable. Himalayan way. salt rocks. Well, sure. Like Whatever. you know, yeah, like the this hot stone massage. I mean, listen, nothing wrong with that. I love it. Okay, we're talking basics. Like you know, yep. let's let's try to feed ourselves so we don't like you know hate the kids. Or, or yeah. hate the spouse or yeah. whatever, right? Because look at it's it's this is this is what happens. I mean, there's there's if you look at um, you know let's let's go the other end of the spectrum, elder abuse. Okay, mm-hmm. for the the folks that are in the sandwich generation, right? You got kids, you got parents. You're looking after both sides. There's caretaker fatigue, right. and what happens? This is when child abuse and elder abuse happens. You ha- you find it when when people are overworked in the in the you know old folks' homes or whatever. So this we're talking real stuff here. This is not fluffy. You know, mm-hmm. you know, all respect to him, right? But this is this is for real. This is about how you look after yourself. You can't you can't put gas in the car after you've reached your destination. Mm-hmm. You kind of need to put it in up front and along the way. Otherwise, you don't get there. Gans, you say support, don't compete. What do you mean by that? So look at uh, parenting is a team sport. Uh, you know, even if you're trying to do it yourself, like you know, like a single parent or whatever. Um, we're talking in the break about the, you know what it was like traditionally in human society. It was always a village that raised the child. It was never a single person or even in a single couple. And so we need to have partners in that whole thing. But for sure, the other parent, if it's possible. Now, it's not always possible. Sometimes the other parent is either missing or emotionally missing or dysfunctional or dangerous. So we can't always do it. But as much as possible, you need to support the other side. So here's how this goes. If, If you try to compete. So one parent's really strict, so the other one's going to make up for it and be really, really lax. (laughs) So what the kid gets is two screwed up parents and no um, framework for what a healthy balance looks like. So you can't be the other way to make up for what that parent does. Or on the other side, well, Mom took us on this great vacation, so well, I guess geez, now I got to put take you on this great vacation too. Same deal. It's not now, a competition. Are you talking about separated couples? It's either separated. You, 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 sometimes you have in a separated couples, and that sometimes a lot. yes, yeah. yeah. So you see that a lot in separated couples, but even sometimes in couples that are together, you you find that you got a good cop bad cop situation yeah. going on, right? And and that's not good either, right? You need to be together on the 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 parenting. I've seen that. I've had you. 
know, the nieces from my first marriage where one, no sugar, no dairy, no mm-hmm. meat, that sort of stuff. But dad's, yeah, you know, hippie like, joints, mm. joint smoke and have all the, the, the ice cream mm-hmm. pop you want. And so the kids were like, oh, okay. It that's was, so confusing yeah. for the children. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and for the parents, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You well, know, I mean, you have to have, you have to have agreement on certain well, things. Well, you're obviously not communicating. Yep. You're, you're, mm-hmm. you're not, you're, you're po- totally not on the same page yeah. as yeah. parents or even a couple. There's right. some pretty the, fundamental things, yeah. right? Like oh, yeah, bedtimes, yeah. diet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. There's just fundamental things you have to agree on outside of the child. Like before mm-hmm. you, you well, start well, contradicting well, each other. Look, this is why, this is why it's so important to be solid as a couple if you're going to have a child together mm-hmm. because you have like it's confusing for the child and you know it's issues around raising your kids parenting that's number two reasons why why couples fight number one is money right number two right very right behind it is is child rearing if you don't if you're not together then the kids will split you Okay, they're gonna know who to go to for certain mm-hmm. things. Well, mom lets us do that, or dad lets us do that, or well, I'm gonna ask mom because mm-hmm. I know she'll say yes sooner than dad will say yes, right? So the rule of thumb that we try to live in, excuse me, live by in our family, and you know, I tell my clients to do is negotiate. Like, it's better to have like three rules that you both agree on and can enforce consistently than to have 50 rules that, you know, it's variable, you feel like doing, or the other one doesn't believe in or whatever, right? Come together, make sure you're on the same page, make sure you can both live with it, make sure you can both hold that boundary and apply the consequences consistently, the good and the bad consequences. And then that's what you go with. That's way better for the kids than to try to like do all this other stuff and the other, the other person is just kind of off on their own mm-hmm. agenda. Always good to know what the dispute settlement is too. You can't anticipate yeah. every rule that will come right. up, right? But if you agree that, listen, on major things like mm-hmm. the two of us talk before either of us tells... Oh, absolutely. That's know. one of the things and I don't know if we're going to have enough time right, to get to it now. Let's take a break here. Let's take a break here. We'll get back to that Get one. to that's that important. and I love number three. You can't be friends with your kids, but you should be a benevolent dick Oh, yeah. <laughs> More after this. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.